0: It's the BNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. Your daily download of X 929s X mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: It's Wednesday, April thirteenth, twenty twenty two. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Almost forgot. It's a short week this week. I know. Friday's a holiday. Friday's never the holiday, but for nope. Easter it is. So it is. That's nice. Tomorrow will be the last podcast of the week. Uh, on today's show, a heritage moment. Lies in your yard. The sod father would not approve of this. Oh I my don't think. God, this is just
2: everything is a lie.
1: Something you need in your bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, etymology. We'll do a feelings check, which is something new on the show. Uh, we found some old audio of both Shauna and me on the air like ten years ago. It's crazy. And we will humiliate ourselves by playing that. Yeah. We're gonna talk more about this storm going through Manitoba. Tampons. First, you're out of context. Clip of the show.
2: Okay, penis things.
1: Yeah, he's decided they're there. for lady penises. I mean, and, it's, uh, I haven't bothered to correct him yet. Nope, it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Probably we'll have to have that conversation at, at some, some point. point. Yep.
2: The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. I was watching TV yesterday, and a commercial came on with is it daryl from save on foods
1: daryl yeah daryl's deals
2: and i was thinking about it and i was like you know he's a pretty good spokesperson just like a real guy down to earth looks super nice looks and
1: trustworthy too doesn't he, he? totally it's does like, he wouldn't do me any wrong
2: no and i mean he is the president of save on foods but obviously somebody in the marketing department was like look you'd also be a good spokesperson so we think that you should go on as well and then it got me thinking about the goat of spokespeople
1: the goat of spokespeople.
2: I got thinking about all the Ooh. other spokespeople who I feel are good at that, you know? And there are some that I find are very distinctive and people who are like, I remember that spokesperson. Like when, or sorry, Dave from Wendy's.
1: Yeah, Dave Thomas was one of the first ones that sprung to mind. And again, that's an instance of like the head of the company also being the, the spokesperson, which I'm sure there are many instances of that not working out very well. I'm sure there is. But with Daryl and with Dave, it seemed, it it seemed to work. Totally worked.
2: And then I was thinking, you know... uh, well, Vince from Sham Wow.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean he was infamous. He was. I don't know if he would be. Yeah. If he'd be the goat, there were lots of people that couldn't stand that guy.
2: It's true. What in that same vein, Travago guy.
1: Yeah, that was the weirdest one too. People hated that Travago yeah. guy, and he didn't even really do anything. Don't right? totally he just, <laughs> he just looked to see, Had that, one of them faces.
2: Does that make him a, yeah, a punchable face? <laughs> as you. Uh, does, does that make you a good spokesperson, though? Because, again, is that what they were going for? Or do they think that he was just like a good dad-looking fellow and it kind of backfired? But also in a positive way for him, I think.
1: If your goal is to get people to remember your company, right? it worked. We we all know what the Trivago guy looked like.
2: What about the Old, space, old Spice guy, rather?
1: Yeah. Okay, was he replaced at one point? Because there was a bald dude. Oh. Right? The guy that was like riding the horse and stuff. And then right. the new guy has hair. You're is it right. the same guy
2: I don't know
1: Was he just have a shaved head back then now
2: I'm going to have to look into that to see because I just I distinctly remember yeah just but it's the commercials that are good and then he really added to it though, and he's right? jacked
1: like, that dude he is jacked
2: yeah. so he was another one I'd toss in there
1: that, I was going to say um, like because there's two there's different categories like you said there's there there's the, 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 the head of the company as mm-hmm. the spokesperson there's hired actors like the A&W guy yes and I think they're going for like a Dave Thomas type thing yep. with that guy but for he's sure. not that he's just an actor that no. they hired as the spokesperson, or like,
2: but I yeah I'd put him in the mix too because he everybody remembers you know like the many of you say and W guy everybody knows exactly what he looks like yeah
1: found the fountain tire guy oh yeah remember him. Uh,
2: I can't envision him actually
1: you you know if you saw him and you I'm know sure his I voice would. and it's it's the same thing they're going for just a very average dude who's telling you straight up what's and then here's one have you do you remember Flow from Progressive I had her on my list here yeah Flow from Progressive
2: which again do Tired we actress. even have Progressive Insurance here. Because the fact that I, like, I remember her very vividly and there was something about her that just, she stuck there too.
1: Yep. Great character. Yep. Great character. Then there's ones that I'm sure the company would like to forget, like Jared from Subway. Mm. And that was like a customer yep. turned spokesperson. That didn't work out that well. That did not work out well for Subway. Sure so, didn't. I mean, there's a danger to that too, right? Yeah. It's got to be weird. Like, if you're the A&W guy, I mean, he's a, he's a real guy yep. outside of that, but he will forever be. The A and W guy. It's true, even the, though he's just a hired gun.
2: DeSekis, the old man from DeSekis.
1: Oh yeah, I mean he got memed so hard too. He sure the did. The most interesting man in the world. Yep, that's so a good he one too. Could live on
2: for that. What about the Philadelphia Cream Cheese Angel? This the, is a throwback. Yes, the
1: old one. Didn't the old they, they, they tried one. to replace her, right? And it I don't just even know who stick. the new one is. No, nope. we all know the the, the curly
2: haired like, yeah, one. A, yeah, that's a throwback too. these She's are all
1: contenders. Sean, oh, there's
0: too many. The BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast.
1: McKenna was at work last night, and she asked if I could stop at the store on my way home and pick up some feminine hygiene products for her. Oh yeah. Or as Bo calls them, her penis things. Oh God. That's what he calls them. I guess he's seen them on the bathroom on the bathroom counter. Okay. And maybe has seen like a, a little the photo of the applicator. Yeah, and he has
2: <laughs> Okay, penis things.
1: Yeah, he's decided they're there. for lady penises. I mean and, it's uh, I haven't bothered to correct him yet. Nope. It's pretty funny.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably we'll have to have that conversation at, at some, some point. point. Yep. But yep. uh <laughs> for <laughs> now they're they're penis things. Lady penis things, okay. <laughs> but I said, Yeah, of course I can I can pick you some up. I like, Are you are you all good at work? And she's like, Oh yeah, there are some here and I said really? And she's like, oh, yeah, like most workplaces would have a stockpile somewhere. Now they do. Yeah, which is so, great. Really? Do Fairly we?
2: recent thing. Uh, we don't. We uh, don't? On the, where the bathroom is up, where, like where the the central office is, yeah. there's a little basket, and I think there's some in there. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Most places, I mean, there's always um, in the bathrooms at like public places, there's the ones that you pay for.
1: Oh, okay. Um, and that yeah. actually
2: is changing now to allowing them to be free because you know there's the it's like, D- I really you're making you're making money off me needing this. Right. I don't have a choice here. Uh, so yeah, a lot of places now will offer them for free, which is quite nice.
1: Man, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea that workplaces like stock this sort of thing. That's why I, like I didn't even know if we if we had them here.
2: Yeah, none of the stations <sighs> I've worked at have actually offered them. Mostly, predominantly dudes heavy stations that I've worked at in the past so okay. I think that's why they haven't really thought of that yet but yeah like the, this building has it as a as a building as a whole so
1: and are they provided just by is it like a like a collective that all the women put into or is it provided no. by the company It's
2: a good question I assume it's just all provided by the company oh. yeah I wonder if they get a rebate for that sort of thing because they're very rarely used right like it's always just that odd emergency situation yes. that they'll be used yeah. so it's not like they're you know frequently gonna, taken or
1: you're in a bind and you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you yourself off. a tammy ponderosa there so. a lot of
2: the time you you know you ask somebody else the next door stall too that's the other way too. okay hey. there's
1: a whole world out there i didn't know about hey I you got
2: one of them for them lady penises for me <laughs> Thank you. One of
1: those penis things. Somebody would be very weirded out <laughs> by that one. The BNS and twenty
2: minutes
0: or less
2: podcast. So I mean, the weather here sucks, but in Manitoba, they're not only under a winter storm warning, but a blizzard warning.
1: Yeah, and they've canceled like school, all school in Winnipeg. They canceled, They postponed the the Jets game that was supposed to happen tonight.
2: Yeah. They and, closed
1: highways and like they're not soft in Winnipeg. They aren't. So it must be pretty serious for Winnipeg to shut down.
2: And this is expected to last until Friday. Now, I mean, Winnipeg isn't well loved in the best of times, but <laughs> everywhere is trying to up tourism right now. And I know that with all the snow, people are probably not overly optimistic of living there. So
1: that's a good point. Like you can see, you can hear t- tourism commercials all over the place, it's all over the TV, all over the radio. Everyone's trying to attract tourism dollars. And if you get hit with a winter storm like this, it probably doesn't help.
2: So maybe we can help by <laughs> doing an, well, an urban dictionary tourism ad for Winnipeg.
1: Don't know how much that'll help? People on Urban Dictionary generally aren't too positive about the places they're they're living. No, but, well, we can give it a shot. (laughs) Visit Winnipeg, a city on the Canadian prairies where it's windier than shit.
2: Urban Dictionary has this to say about Manitoba's capital. More affectionately known as Winterpeg, you can build a snowman in October and it will last until early April.
1: If you like to freeze your balls off, you're in luck as it's one of the coldest places in North America.
2: On the plus side with global warming, the weather is getting more and more bearable every year. Invest now and by the year 2300, you might not need to plug in your vehicle.
1: Winnipeg, where they're cheering for global warming. Winnipeg is proud to announce they are also no longer the murder capital of Canada. That title now goes to Edmonton.
2: According to local resident Brandon, Winnipeg is a wicked party town with a hard winter and easy poontang.
1: And longtime resident Berkus says... My balls are frozen.
2: That's balls with a Z. Come visit Winnipeg, the heart of the continent.
0: VNS in 20 minutes or less.
1: Yesterday I saw a tweet from a radio friend of ours pointing out that many radio hosts still have their old SoundCloud accounts active. Oh. Because we all used to do everything on SoundCloud. Yep. And now if we share anything with you from the show, it's usually via Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, that Instagram was the big thing. Is you,
2: you put your stuff on SoundCloud. Yeah. And that, was, yeah. that was
1: before Facebook hosted videos or anything like that. So we yeah. didn't really have a choice. Mm-hmm. But he made this collage of people who in the, in the industry you probably don't know. Their SoundCloud accounts are still out there. And you were included in it, Shauna. Oh, good. So I think I also have my old SoundCloud account active. But That's really funny. Um, I thought this could be fun. I'm going to play something from your SoundCloud account. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. So, and if you want to pay me back later in the show, you are welcome to. But this was this was 10 years ago. Nine years ago? Ten years ago? Holy crap. Uh, so it would have been, what, 2012? I was it living would have, in Regina. Would have been working in Regina. And yeah. this is what you were talking about on the radio at the time. Well, okay. You are
2: going to be so glad I'm here in about a minute's time because I'm about to do something that I don't think anyone's ever done on the radio
1: before. Oh, my now, God. Now, I have a
2: coffee cup here.
1: You sound different. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, your voice changes over time. Yeah, that's but, that's weird, though. Yeah.
2: Although I always find it depends on the type of processing and stuff every radio station has, too. Like, I sound different in every Yeah, and station. this audio
1: is garbage. Yeah, so this wow. is, <laughs> here,
2: let's... One that's from a coffee I purchased earlier this morning, and I discovered something extremely exciting today. I found out how to make my coffee cup a kazoo. Oh, my God. Just by blowing into the hole a certain way. Okay. That's what she said or something. Okay. But in the spirit of Christmas, I decided I'd give you a song to Zoo Styles, courtesy of my coffee cup. So here we go, man. Oh, this is good. Sean
1: is just dying over this there. <laughs> of
2: course, I'm not going to be able to do it now. One second. Okay, <laughs> hey, by the way, this is fairly impressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you get the idea here. The bottom line is that you can make your coffee cup a kazoo as well. All you have to do, as I said, is adjust your lips around the hole a certain way, and you'll get awesome noises just like that. So now you can go oh home, my and you can give your family a fantastic Christmas tune, courtesy of your cheap
0: coffee cup.
1: 23-year-old Shawna oh, Jefferson Yeah, that on the is... air 10 years ago. <laughs>
0: Oh, The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less
1: podcast. Well, earlier on the show, I uh, embarrassed you a little. I found your old SoundCloud account, which mm-hmm. is still active. Yeah. And I played a clip from you on the air 10 years ago. Yeah. And many of us in radio don't like to go back and listen to the stuff we did that long ago because...
2: I made a kazoo out of a coffee cup <laughs> and then played it to the tune of Jingle Bells on the air for everybody around Christmas time. It was good stuff. It was really time, good
1: stuff. So. But you hope you grow as a broadcaster over the years. And mm-hmm. I hope I'm better than I was 10 years ago. You do. Um, yeah. But my SoundClouds are still active too, and I told you you'd have the opportunity to pay me back if you wanted. Yep. Uh, if you missed Shauna's clip, it'll be on our podcast today. Mm-hmm. Do you have an old clip of mine that you'd like to play?
2: I've got one from you, and uh, you've posted a lot of these Don't Be That Guys.
1: It was a segment I used to do regularly. Yeah, yes, just, yes. Guys you shouldn't be.
2: Mm, so I've got one of those for you. Okay. What um, year is this from? Like how this long ago? Nine years ago. Nine years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So h-
1: here we go. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. I'm Beckler. You know which couple you don't want to be? The couple that celebrates lame anniversaries. If you're in a relationship and you're making it work, you deserve to celebrate. Absolutely. Go out, have a good time, have a little wine, maybe a nice vintage. Make sure it's actually a milestone that you're celebrating. I like There's this. No need the to back. selly your one month. <laughs> What's a one-month? Being together for a month isn't an accomplishment. You've probably driven on empty for longer than that. Unless you're in high school, even six months is questionable. The word anniversary itself implies that it's annual. It's a year. It's not a month anniversary. We celebrate one year and each consecutive year thereafter. One month. Don't even give me that.
2: You know, you you sound pretty similar. I haven't changed too much. No, you've got, uh, I mean, the bed music in the background. You hear that little... (laughs) that beat you're you're a little more upbeat for sure
1: yeah i i guess just the years have weighed on me and now i'm more down more low-key than i once was
2: but yeah outside of that you sound pretty similar so there you
1: go i didn't have kids back then no. i was just a young freewheeling energetic guy
2: yeah yeah now the the weight of the world is on your shoulders <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: Beckler. hey hey <laughs> Hi. I stand by what I said too. Don't be celebrating anniversaries yes, that aren't fair. one year.
0: the and 20 minutes or less podcast.
1: You commented that you thought your voice was uh raspier back then? Yeah. Were you, were you just
2: It sounds like I'm I'm pretty hungover probably. I,
1: I was going to say were you partying harder? Were you on the darts? For sure. So... I was
2: I was probably I was probably hungover most mornings actually and yeah, quite funny. <laughs> Although I, I remember my first boss saying that about my voice it changes a lot and it totally does depending on like what i'm eating or drinking or because milk and dairy is known to do that too and i like all of that stuff changes my voice it changes hmm. yeah it's weird Pretty i've sensitive. worked with
1: people who have had issues with their voices women especially mm-hmm. women with raspy voices who have like lost their voices haven't been able to go on the air
2: and i've thank I god suck. i haven't dealt with any of that but my voice does change based on like yeah what i'm huh like, I remember her saying milk is a thing that will change if you have, like, a sensitive voice like that, which is interesting. So, yeah, weird. But anyway, I definitely was parting a lot harder when I lived in Regina,
1: that's for sure. So that clip was when you were working at The Wolf? It was. 1049 The Wolf, which you still do a show on. I do. Uh, yeah. And my clip would have been probably from, from Edmonton. Yeah. I think when I was working at Virgin Radio, which... Mm-hmm. Um, it was, so, it was so interesting because the way that... It was the top 40 and the way that format works is that they didn't really want me to talk a whole lot. It's said just keep the music going. And... So the only
2: time you could talk is probably over, like, long intros, That's right? it. So yeah, yeah, if the
1: song had, like, a 20-second intro, then I'd be able to to talk. Other than that, it was, like, five seconds here. Like, three seconds sometimes. They basically just wanted me to, like, say the name of the station. And the funny thing is... Virgin! It was super frustrating because, like, I had all these ideas and nowhere to put them. So I, would like... Come up with all this stuff to say and come in and look at the music for the day and be like, "Well, there's nowhere to say any of this, so I'll just right. throw it in the garbage." And and they paid me quite well, which was really weird because it was like, "You don't really need, like, you don't need to, you know?" It's just, yeah, I'm not there, really doing anything here. So there are certain radio formats where it's true you you need a
2: lot less content. You don't really have to do a whole lot of extra work outside of the show, whereas. This show uh, takes extra content for sure. We for actually sure. have time to and space to fill with
1: ideas. So yeah, um, I feel like I'm constantly like having to think of new stuff to talk yep. about on this show. Which was it's night and day from how that was. But yeah, uh, and our new guy Ty, who does the afternoon show here, we'll get him on soon and introduce him. Yeah, um, he came from that format. So I think he right now he's like making that transition between like having no time to say anything, right. and Having all the time in the world to say what you want. So I much prefer it this way. I mean that's oh, why. Oh, it's I'm,
2: way more fun. It's more like I love being creative. That's part of being in radio that I love. And we yeah, there's certain formats where you just can't do that. No, like, it kind
1: of kills your spirit. Yeah. So this is way more fun because it's a challenge every day to be like, all right, what are we gonna do today?
0: Yeah. S in twenty minutes or less. Etymology with Shauna.
1: I have a few etymology requests for you, Shauna.
0: Oh, okay.
1: A kind of, kind of bit of a rapid fire one. So mm-hmm. this was inspired by, I was reading the this, the boys, a bedtime story. It's book from the library and the phrase lickety split appeared.
2: Oh, interesting. Yep.
1: And I was like, we have all kinds of different words for saying like to do something quickly. Yep. Where does lickety split come from?
2: So it's, this one's not, it's kind of muddy, but the word lick comes from the saying like he's going at quite a lick, meaning he's going really fast. So that's where it kind of came from, and people just back then liked to rhyme things. So split didn't even have any sort of justification
1: as to why it was used. It, was it just sounded flick, fun?
2: Lickety split, yeah. So lickety that's really it.
1: does sound fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about on the double? Did we do that one once? Mm, I don't no? remember. You but say it's, them to do something on the double.
2: Originally from the military. So it okay. alludes to double time in marching. So if you're told to march on the double, it meant march twice as fast.
1: Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like you featured chop chop once.
2: Yeah, it was Did a couple you? weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And that one's from the Cantonese word cap, which means make haste. Mm-hmm. And that was quickly picked up by Englishmen who traveled to the Asian seas. They heard cap, they thought it was chop, and then said chop chop to mean, because they realized right. it meant make haste.
1: Thank you for refreshing my memory. Mm-hmm. What about full tilt? Like Come- we're going full tilt. Is that nautical? Josting. Jousting,
2: Yeah. Tilt okay. was from when two knights would ride toward each other, that was known as tilt. Full tilt was the, the speed that they had to kind of go at each other. So wow. full tilt is Yeah.
1: Okay. hmm Um what about gangbusters?
2: So this like one is going
1: gangbusters.
2: It comes from a radio program back in the nineteen forties that was called Gangbusters. And I guess they started the program off with this like really exciting I've actually got it here if you want to hear it, yes, but I it's do. this like kind of exciting intro. And everybody thought that that was such an exciting intro and stuff that they kind of just took that term and ran with it
1: and used it to describe
2: gangbusters as we know today mm. so
1: mm-hmm. okay yeah. rapid fire etymology yeah it was fun
2: a lot of them etymology with Shauna the
0: BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast
2: this is really dumb but I was I was in the shower yesterday and I have one of those removable shower heads in my bathroom and I was looking at it and I realized the removable shower head is just a pressure washer for your body hmm <laughs> That's all it is. Because if you have the thing hanging above you, you can't get in all the nooks and crannies and get the real pressure on any of the dirt that you want off. Not Whereas, unless
1: you're a real contortionist, no, that's for sure. No,
2: unless you have a ladder and you climb right <laughs> up there and get your your pit right in the shower head. But I was like, this is all it is. Is it, it? And it's fantastic. I love that you can just really get in there with that thing, you know?
1: You feel like you could get really clean. Yes. With deta- especially if it has that, like, turbo mode. Oh, yeah. Know, where you could flip the head over and it, like really goes at you
2: well that's the thing mine has a there's a lot of pressure that comes from it too sometimes actually i remember if there was a hotel or something that had one and the pressure was almost painful i was yeah. like this is a little much okay but again pressure washer for your body that's all it is blast that dirt right off there hmm. maybe not quite as you know satisfying as let's say a pressure washer when you see the stuff just break away and right. blow away although i guess if, you, if you're that dirty i was gonna say if you're really into the the mud or something then you could Probably envision that happening in your body as well. Just came back
1: from mud. Just come
2: back from mudding.
1: There's so many cool things you can get for, like, for the. You, you can get steam showers. I know. You ever see a steam shower? They're like fully enclosed and it steams up. Yep. So nice. How much is it? one of those? Normally
2: they have like benches in there too. Like yeah. Just go to sleep in your steam oh, shower. Can you imagine after a cold day and then you you put the pressure washer on? And, and now it we're really
1: having fun. Yeah. S in 20
0: minutes or
2: less. So we were talking about the Masters earlier this week and the conspiracy that the bird sounds are piped into the TV broadcast to make it sound more idyllic. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing because the bird that I heard was the most obnoxious thing ever. So I'm like, that did not sound idyllic to me. That sounded really annoying. But then I mentioned a couple of other conspiracies that I'd heard about since then. About how Augusta Golf Course, they dye the ponds and paint the grass. Again, to make this golf course look more ideal and make more people want to go there.
1: And you and I kind of scoffed at this. Yep. And We're like, no way. They're painting the grass. They're dyeing the ponds. Not a chance in hell. And then a lot of people responded and said, oh, well,
2: first of all, when it comes to painting the grass, that's a, that's a thing that you can do. Yeah. And I looked in, there are companies here in Calgary that paint your grass. You can get your grass painted green to make it look more green. As a lawn purist speckler, how do you feel
1: about this? Honestly, buddy, not good. That's what... Not good. I don't, the I don't, idea of a painted lawn, I mean, you can... Honestly. Can accomplish. I guess if your lawn's in really rough shape and there's no saving it, then maybe you have an event coming up or something. You're like, it needs to look green.
2: At that point, yeah. that's not going to do,
1: though. No. I mean, it would in pictures. I guess so. It would in photos. It would on TV for the Masters.
2: Well, and I was reading into this, and I was they were like, oh, it's more environmentally friendly because you use less water. And I'm like, so you t- you just let your grass die, and then you paint you it paint green, it. and then you walk on straw. At this point, it's straw. Mm-hmm. That's not great for your feet. That's not the type of lawn that I want. I was just like, this is the oddest thing.
1: This kind of reminds me of all those tricks they use in in food commercials, yeah, where like true. none of it's actually food; it's all just meant to look like food.
2: But like you feel the same way here. I know. Like your your lawn, you want it to be fake,
1: and they uh, dye the ponds.
2: And I looked. Yeah, one quick Google search shows that you can also dye your ponds and lakes blue. You can pick the different colors. Of blue. You can go for the full turquoise if you want and make it look like Lake Louise.
1: Have your own little Lake Louise in your backyard.
2: Which, again, we have made fun of people so hard because there apparently are people who ask if we paint the bottom of Lake Louise mm-hmm. to make it look more turquoise. And now I'm like, you can actually do that. So it's not that far off.
1: Does it have to be blue or can you use other colors too? I'm sure you can use I guess use like, other. you know, they dye the Chicago River every St. Patrick's Day. They dye that yep. crazy fluorescent yep. green, green. See? So like, could I do like purples and oranges and stuff? Like, what if I wanted a like a wild Dr. Seuss backyard? I'm sure can we, you could can we make that happen. At
2: this point, I don't know Trippy what's down. real anymore.
0: Okay. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. I was
1: watching this little vignette yesterday about Nirvana, and uh, the woman who was hosting it said that it's tough to talk about that band just because so much has been written about them, and that you know Kurt Cobain has been elevated to the like the status of legend. It's so true. It's, it's tough to really say anything <laughs> new about it. Yeah. But I was thinking about it. It's like you know what we haven't talked enough about regarding Nirvana: the fact that the bass player Chris Novoselic is six foot seven.
2: I don't think we make a tall man. It's huge. I don't think we make a big enough deal about it. Yeah, we've talked about like tall musicians before, but you're right. Like he kind of just that goes by with by the wayside a little bit.
1: I think so. Like I think if you went to see a band and you're telling your friend. How was the show? It was good. The bass player was six, seven. I would probably mention that.
2: To be fair, though, can you really was, tell when you're like watching from the angle that you watch bands? It's,
1: depends it's, how big of a room you're in.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's like how sometimes you don't notice how small some of the musicians are, right? Mm-hmm. And it's all because of the the angle. When you see them on stage mm-hmm. and stuff, you don't really notice. And then you meet them in person, you're like, whoa.
1: That's true. I mean, it happens lots here. A lot of the artists we meet are quite short. You're like, oh. Yeah. I wasn't expecting you to be so short. They
2: got great stage presence and it makes up for it.
1: Yeah. But like, if Chris Novoselic walked through the door, he would have to duck to get in here. Yeah, that's be true. like, He's six. Like that changes. That's yeah. the kind of height where it's noteworthy. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm I'm six three, six six on skates for any Canadians listening, and that it's it doesn't like I don't think it affects my experience with the world that much. No, it's not noteworthy. Six seven is. Yeah. Six six seven. You started dating someone new. It's like tell me about him. Well, he's six seven.
2: To be fair, if you're if you're short, like somebody, it doesn't matter if you're six five or six eight. Like you just look up and you're like, this person is very tall, you know, because you're you're looking up at them to begin with. It doesn't really make that much of a difference. I think it makes more of a difference for you because you're in and around that height. So for you, mm. if guy is taller than you, then you you then notice really it, notice right? It.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about it like that before. Mm-hmm. But like six, he's got to be the tallest musician that you've heard of, I think. Yeah, six seven. That's huge. That's huge. and we haven't made a big enough deal about that. Everyone talks about, you know, how great Kurt Cobain was, how cool Dave Grohl is. Chris Novoselic is a giant.
2: Apparently, one of the the members of Ramstein is is six seven. So there yeah. you go.
1: But you don't know his name.
2: No, no, it's true. Chris Novoselic. They're not as a, big as Nirvana.
1: No, you're right. He's a giant. He's He was a big musician in more ways. than You think than that one. should
2: just be the top? You know, the top blurb <laughs> yeah. in Wikipedia. Nirvana. Yeah. Have you seen Ch- Christopher Selleck's
0: height? Changed
1: or? music, sold this many albums. Doesn't matter. Also, bass player, big dude. Talk you about seen the him right
0: here, okay? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A Calgary Heritage Moment.
2: Although this isn't specific to Calgary, it involves a place familiar to all Calgarians, West Edmonton Mall. The iconic mall is actually owned by one of Alberta's richest families, the Garmesian family.
1: This family consists of four Iranian Jewish brothers who grew up in Edmonton. It's rare to find truly self-made billionaires, but these brothers are certainly in this category as the family's fortune began very humbly.
2: The Garmesian family business started out as a simple rug shop. From there, they forayed into real estate and started their own real estate development company. Their real estate ventures quickly specialized into developing a very specific type of mall. This vision was a mall amusement park of sorts.
1: The brothers felt that this would be a more resilient business model, as despite what happens with the stores in these malls, they still attract tourists and will remain popular among the younger crowds. The biggest projects these brothers have to date are the West Edmonton Mall, as we're all familiar with, and the Mall of America in Minnesota.
2: Both of these malls, due to their unique business model, have remained somewhat insulated from the rises and falls of the retail industry. The brothers have another project in the works in New Jersey called the American Dream Mall which will include an indoor water park similar to Edmonton and an indoor ski slope. It is currently one of the biggest construction projects in the whole of the United States.
1: The Garmesian family used to be worth around $2.43 billion, although they've taken a significant hit due to the global pandemic. Their fortune is expected to rebound, however, and the family is certainly decorated. They've received the Great Canadian Award, the Alberta Centennial, and the Family of the Century
0: Award. I didn't even know that was a thing.